Welcome to Lead Time Chats, where you can listen in on unscripted conversations between engineering leaders and other influential folks in tech. I'm Jean, and I'll be your host. Lead Time Chats is brought to you by Range. Range helps hybrid teams check in asynchronously about what matters most. Know what's happening through status updates that pull from tools like GitHub and Jira without scheduling yet another meeting. Checking in with Range creates more focused time for heads down work, all while feeling a deeper sense of connection and belonging with your team. To learn more about Range, you can check it out at range.co. Hi, Laura, welcome. Thank you thanks. so much. Yeah, thanks for joining me for Lead Time Chats. So let's just dive right in. So. The reality is we were a year into a pandemic, a full year now, and lots of people are depleted and low functioning. I mean, dare I say most people, <laughs> and you've been coaching and training engineering managers, you know, before the pandemic, during the pandemic, throughout, like how, how have you seen managers be able to effectively lead people in this situation, you know, both navigating, like supporting the people on their teams and and like holding them accountable for work getting done. And especially when the managers themselves may also be struggling and low functioning. Yeah, I mean, what a nightmare. Right? <laughs> and it's weird that the thing that I found like is the theme running through it is that everybody's been really different in surprising ways. Like some people thought this would be, you know, really catastrophic and upend their lives and they've been flourishing, flourishing yeah. during this time. And other people were like, I'm prepared. I'm great during crises. But this is a marathon, right? Like, yeah. you know, and so it's been really interesting both for the managers themselves and for their teams. Like everything is a surprise <laughs> for everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's been a lot of like, okay, given that what we prepared for, what we expected or how I thought it would be is not truly what's happened. Like, what do I do now? You know, how do I pivot? How do I get over the surprise? And so being like, being adaptable to yeah. both your own, your own, your own resilience or reaction to everything that's going on and, and everyone else's, right? mm -hmm. everyone's going through the same similar, similar storm. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things that I, th I found is really surprising is the managers who are flourishing, they're trying mm. to be really empathetic, you know, like, they're not just like, I'm great. So everybody's great. You know, they like really mm. do understand that their situation is abnormal and like, mm -hmm. they need to go the extra mile, like everybody does. But for those managers that are also depleted, you know, either it's, it's like having to hold people accountable when they themselves are just burned out. It's, yeah. it's rough. So there's a couple of things that I've been talking through a lot with them in terms of like tactics and processes. One is prioritizing one-way communication. So this mm. is helpful for everybody involved often. I found, especially at the beginning of the pandem pandemic, I'm sure you saw this too, like managers are like, let's make like a happy hour. Let's all hang out. <laughs> like we're all isolated. Let's like be together. I mean, what a well-intentioned, terrible, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. like, no, everybody's drained, like Zoom fatigue. Is a thing and a lot of people had so many other commitments that they needed to yeah they have kids to. at home <laughs> seriously like I can't have like a 5 p.m yeah. zoom is like I thank you for the intention but like not going to work for me so one-way yeah. communication means like one to many and usually like an asynchronous medium but it can also be synchronous but like what mm -hmm. are the ways that we can communicate where it's just one person communicating things that people need to know about or things that people would like to know about things that will inform their predictability, their stability, their amount of mm -hmm. choice, like all the stuff that we care about that like one to many tends to really help people's brains because they can watch it while they're doing something else. They can watch it with their cameras 
off. Mm -hmm. They don't have to feel like they're going to be called on or need to be on at all. So that's mm -hmm. been a really helpful, like if you, whatever you can do to make things one to many, please do what it. What kind of things are, do people usually not do one to many, but you encourage them to like, like all hands type All hands, announce? absolutely. Like we don't need to have every single conversation be like, well, how do I want to take feedback and ask for questions? And like, mm -hmm. that's really useful. But what are the other asynchronous mediums where you can gather mm -hmm. that information? <laughs> uh, yeah. And just like casual things like, okay, here's the holidays that are coming up. Here's the yeah. PTO that's coming up. Here's what our new plan is for, you know, being co-located again or not like updates on that stuff. And really any changes in like company policies, you know, what are we supporting? what are the refreshes for learning and development budgets and home yeah. office, but it's, it's all that stuff. What can we make just like, even just stand-ups, honestly, like how can we make the manager be like, okay, here's what we're expecting for the sprint. Here's what we're looking for to get out of it. Here's this, you know, here's the surprises that we are anticipating or, you know, that we're planning for. Holler yeah. if I can support you all in it. Like Slack me or like we can talk about further in our one-on-one -on -one, or rather than being like any questions, which people, you're not going to get a response now. You yeah. might have one or two people being like chomping in the butt to ask a question. I guarantee you, everybody else is like, let Get me, me off this off. Zoom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? It makes yeah. sense. We do all, yeah, we do all our daily check-ins through range. And so we don't have a Zoom daily thing. And it's like, it's so, I can't imagine having to get on. I mean, we do have other meetings, of course, of but course. like we have like a midday social time, which is nice. I'm like, oh, this is during my work hours, not like right, taking right. from my family time, right? And it's totally, yeah. One other I thing I found useful is like- It's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's optional. Yeah, and it's totally optional, right? right? It's not like mandatory fun. <laughs> yeah. One other way I found one-way communication, even one-on-one, -on -one, right? If people are struggling, right? So on range, sometimes people can mark themselves as red, which is like, I'm really not doing well. Or, or you know, if, so, if I know something's not going well, sometimes I'll just slack them and be like, Hey, no need to respond. That's kind of a, the one way part of it. Right. Even though it's one-on-one, -on -one, like no need to respond, but like, you know, I, I figured you might be feeling a bit, you yeah. know, upset about this situation. And like, I want to know, I want you to let, I want to let you know that like, whenever, if you want to chat, like I'm here, but no need to respond. Right. Like, I love that. Yeah. Right. Cause it feels like otherwise everything you're wondering does my manager yeah. want me to respond? To, are they asking a question? That's like, <laughs> do I need to read between the lines? Like, that's all of those. Right. It's so much work. <laughs> the right. mental load. Is it's so, like so the giving that. someone a, a baby shower present and be like, the gift, part of the gift is like, no thank you card needed. Yes, <laughs> like, <laughs> yes absolutely. I love that the red, I assume it's like a red, yellow, green thing, right? Like I've been recommending mm -hmm. this to a lot of folks, even in one-on-ones, just like a lightweight, how can we make our check-ins as lightweight as humanly possible? That red, yeah. it can mean so many things, so many different people, but only having to say red and not having to explain the why, it's huge. Same for yeah. yellow. Honestly, sometimes same for green. We might be doing great and just not want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> just say one word. Yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah, and I mean, that's when it comes down to one-on-one -on -one meetings, especially, mm -hmm. some people do want some time to process and, and share concerns or just like, you know, talk about nothing for an hour just to have that social time other people they just it just breaks their focus or you know they just want to get their work done so making sure that as a manager you're like able to gather that data from them mm -hmm. in a way that feels not weird and not like it's going to reflect poorly on them in the performance review like that's a lot of people are worried about how they show up or what they yeah. ask to be excused from because they're worried about how it's going to impact how people think of them going forward yeah this morning I just was on the uh, a moms in tech Facebook group I'm on and people were talking about this, like 
you know, having something where you share your mood on a mood elevator or something. And, and some people were like, there is no, there's no way I'm gonna, <laughs> there's no, like, they don't, they don't feel safe in that environment. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's some people are just are, are in some teams, you're just not going to feel safe saying like, wow, I am really struggling today. Right. You know, I'm really, I'm really fried. I'm at my wits end. Like, my, <laughs> you right. know, that's going to, they're going to worry about how that reflects on them. Understandably. Now there's like the other extreme that I'm finding with lots of managers where they have direct reports that are just like, let me tell you about my childhood <laughs> trauma, <laughs> you know? And like the, the managers took this position to be like, I want to support my teammate. Like I want yeah. to make sure that they're okay. I want to be helpful, but like, this is beyond my skill and expertise slash yeah. like, this is a therapy conversation or I, you know, I've been thinking a lot recently about those energy draining one-on-ones where you just got to dread one-on-ones with any one or two people. Cause you know, it's going to be a lot. Mm-hmm. So for those managers that are, are struggling with that, the, what we talk through a lot of is like, okay, how can we set appropriate boundaries? You do have to help mm-hmm. them, right? You do, you're, you are responsible for keeping them safe and making sure that they have what they need, but that's for work. Like you are not responsible for making sure that they have what they need in their personal childhood trauma section mm-hmm. of their life. Right. So helping, you know, managers think they're okay. What is my role? What do I want my role to be? You know, in addition to maybe what the, how my work describes my role, how do I want to show up for these people and where can I define that boundary? Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure, you know, you and I have gone, having gone through coach training, they talk to us about this, like coaching oversimplified is like mm-hmm. work focused and future focused and therapy mm-hmm. is tends to be past focused and personally focused. So as coaches, mm-hmm. we get training, like, here's a way to like nudge the conversation to be work focused and, you know, yeah. future, like, got it. It sounds like that was a really hard experience. It sounds like that's bringing up a lot for you. How is this showing up for you at work? What can we do to create mm. support mm-hmm. systems or what can I do to support you going forward and really trying to drive it? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> at work. And me and like coming up with a line that's like, got it. It sounds like that's really important for you. I can't provide that. I'm not equipped or I don't have the mm-hmm. skill set or there's gotta be someone with some training that can be helpful to you. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately can't do that. But what I can do is help with, again, work focused, like keep on redirecting as much as possible. So we practice mm-hmm. that in coaching sessions. And for some people it's like, okay, thank goodness. I have like a line I can say. Go to line. Yeah. For other people, they just get sucked in because they really want to help. And that's wanna, so, yeah. so hard. Yeah. I find, I, yeah. With coaches, I think that's, that's a common, you you, you want to help. So if someone comes to you with something they need help with, it's hard to be like, can't help you with that. Like right. let's move on or let's, <laughs> let's refocus. Right. Yeah but managers too, it's just because they want to, they care, you know, and, and they really want to help. But especially if you as a manager at the end of your tether, it's hard to have the energy to be useful or be helpful. So that's why, like, what's your role? Figuring out what your role Mm -hmm. is for today and for this season, what's the number one thing you're optimizing for, or what's your North star? How do you want to be for your teammates? That can be Mm -hmm. a helpful reframe to be like, okay, here's where I should put my priorities and here's what I need yeah. to say no to because it doesn't fit with what that role is today or my, right. the energy I have to give. Yeah. One thing I personally also found useful is just thinking about like what's actually in my control, right? Like, yes. you know, someone having some conflict with their spouse, you know, like right. that all is not in my control. Like I can maybe help them lightly, but right. you know, it's not, I'm not going to be, <laughs> be couples counseling them no. and help them resolve that. Right. And so kind of getting clear on like, what is the, the sphere of influence you have? And then trying to let go of the things outside of that is a way that I think managers can 
take care of themselves and set back or be a little bit clearer about boundaries, especially when they want to be helpful. Totally. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I definitely had, you know, people that I work with, I just cared so deeply for, and I just ended yeah. up worrying about them off hours. And for so many managers, like, how do you turn that off? It's a good instinct, you know, <laughs> yeah. but again, I like to reframe it as like, okay, you need to be a, a teammate for all of these people, not just this one person. And like, mm. this comes up in like normal performance review conversations too. Like how much time are we spending working with someone who needs a lot of our attention versus mm-hmm everybody we need to be supporting right now and doing some some math around like okay what's the right amount to give that way I can make sure my oxygen mask is on so that I can also be available and useful to everybody else who needs to lean on me too yeah one thing you mentioned before was that people are responding to the situation we're in in very different and sometimes unexpected ways and one thing I've noticed is that there are people who are visibly struggling and that shows up in their work. And then there's some people who are doing fine in their work. And so you, but you want to make sure you do check in with everyone, right? This is what I've heard from friends and stuff too. Like people are are able to escape into their work. So they may seem extremely productive, but if you're like, if you, if you then, you know, translate that to like, oh, they're doing fine. Like that may not be the case. 100%. And that's why, again, I love the red, yellow, green. Cause like, again, they might be looking really green. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like you ask PR them, is green. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, everything's emotional good. Emotional state shipping. red. <laughs> exactly. And so I love that, you know, as just like, a, again, a lightweight way, we don't need to go into it if they don't want to. There's like a, there's so much wrapped up in here about like, as a manager, you don't, don't push people to share with you what they're really enduring right now. Like they may not, it may be more work for them to explain <laughs> what's going on for them, but find mm-hmm. a way to check in. And also I'm sure you've had this experience asking someone what they need doesn't work. Like, okay. What do you need right now? Pretty much no one has the answer to that question. Otherwise they would probably have already asked mm-hmm. <laughs> for it. So I recommend that as managers, we think about one or two solutions that we can offer and say, mm-hmm. or, or something else, you know, like, yeah. okay, like, I get it. You're red right now. It seems like you're shipping on time. Would it be more helpful to talk through what you're going through in this one-on-one or skip this one-on-one entirely or something else, right? And mm. again, having something else opens the door for <laughs> them to choose something new, but having yeah. some specific they can just have a choice can really decrease the energy needed for them to expend to get to where they need to, get to be. Yeah, I, I love that. And even just like, it, it, it reminds people who are, you know, struggling and low functioning the options that are available to them, right? Like, remember you have PTO, right? Like, remember you can take a day off and if you need, yeah, like, remember you can do that. We, we, we kind of reiterated that a ton during, totally. you know, the election season and all that. Like, remember you can take time off, we have PTO, right? And just like really, really gentle nudges for people if they want to take time off or if they want to escape into their work, like that's fine too. 100%. I see a lot of managers concerned about that. I see some managers mm-hmm. like mandating time off and that is a risky move because who knows what you are asking them to go and face. Like for some people, mm. the work is feeling so much healthier than yeah. not working it. So like, again, giving people options. And I love that reinforcing, hey, <laughs> even like minimum PTOs, you know, just like, hey, please, please, please. This is here for a reason. I promise. Yeah. And modeling it though too, right? Because I find that if managers mm-hmm. are not modeling the behaviors that they want to see in their teammates, their teammates aren't going to do it. It doesn't feel safe. Right, right. What are other ways so you've talked about setting boundaries, you know, modeling the behavior for managers who are really struggling and still having to lead? What are some other ways that they can better take care of themselves first so that they can also support their team? 
Totally. I've been a huge proponent of defragging your calendar for a long time, right? And by that, mm -hmm. I mean like checking in on how much your current meeting schedule and when you have meetings and how often mm -hmm. you have meetings is draining your energy, specifically yeah. like the kinds of meetings. Context switching is so hard. Having lack of focus time is so hard. Sometimes volume of one-on-ones is unbearable. You know, like we all have a good, like healthy amount that we can have in a day. Mine's like three a day is my max. Even coaching, mm -hmm. I love it, but it's emotionally draining. So yeah. taking a look at your calendar, scooching things around if possible to kind of mitigate some of that energy drain and give you the, the re-energizing focus time, should that be useful to you? Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to have a different looking calendar. You know, everybody's going to have a different things that give them energy and things that deplete their energy. So it's going to be custom, but you have my permission to <laughs> go and revisit, <laughs> especially long-standing recurring meetings. You know, would mm -hmm. they be better again, one-to-many versus like an interactive component. Yeah. What ways can we kind of decrease the need for people to be, have their brains on and engaged, including you as a manager? Yeah. And making more. Yeah. One thing I noticed was that we had, we have something called product collab times and we had it twice a week. We've, we've shifted to once a week and they were like 1 PM and it kind of, it, I felt like it cut into my, you know, Thursday, Tuesday focus time. And so I just brought it up in a meeting and I was like, Hey, like how many of you, you know, thumbs up if you would prefer it to be earlier in the morning so that you could have more focus time in the afternoon. Cause looking at most of the engineers calendars, it was like mm. afternoon time. It was, it was really the only meeting. Right. And there was some like historic reason why it was at that time. And then we just moved it. It's like, now everyone has these afternoons free for focus work. Right. And kind of get all your meetings done in the mornings. And then, yeah, That's it was magical. It was great. <laughs> right. And just and like, like the longstanding meetings, a lot of times people don't feel like they can move them, right? Like, yeah. oh, there's a good reason they're there. And maybe that reason is not relevant anymore, right? Who knows at the beginning of the pandemic, we had all sorts of restrictions. So just <laughs> revisiting them and, and then also yeah. modeling to people that like these things can be moved around, like, you know, raise a flag if you feel like it's not working for you. And we're all engineers here, run it as an experiment. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't have to say, here's how it is from here on out, give it, time box it. <laughs> Right. Something you're going to check in on, you know, once you've run through that time and like, see if you want to change it again. Like there's no rules here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also just, I remember reading Kate Houston's post about like, yeah, like, you know, people really are averse to process changes, but you yeah. just say it's an experiment. Say, totally. we're going to run it as a pilot. We're going to run it as an experiment for two weeks and then check back in. We're like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Everybody loves it, especially if you say what yeah. you're checking in on. Like we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to send yeah. a two question survey afterwards about whether or not this is working for you mm -hmm. or how much focus times do you get back or like name a thing, be specific about the thing that you think people are really in need mm -hmm. of right now. You've heard in one-on-ones people really need more of right now. Yeah. I, I used to work for a CTO who made sure that any recurring meetings had an expiration date of six months. Oh. It was like, and the final meeting, there was a in, like intentional agenda item, like, okay, we're going to check in if we should re-up this again. And if so, what changes should we make to the format of the agenda or the time or the frequency? And it mm -hmm. was not always, it didn't always, like we didn't always remember to do it, but like just knowing that we had permission to set things for six months. And I would say even mm -hmm. shorter these days, like run it for three months and see what you want to change, you know? Yeah, it can be a really helpful reminder. Like this doesn't have to be this way forever. Yeah. I've heard of couples doing that for like relationships. Ooh, that's funny. <laughs> I can see that working. Yeah. It's like just being really intentional. Like, Hey, is this working or not? And not right. defaulting to like, 
you know, we're just in it forever. <laughs> yes, totally. Because again, so much of this is like by accident, right? Mm-hmm. We came, as you said, like we right. made some decisions at the beginning of the pandemic that have stuck around because we didn't mm-hmm. put in a check-in point. We didn't yeah. talk about it. We were like, oh, we're going to remote. Like, let's just cobble together something right. and not thinking like now we're stuck with it for a yeah. year plus. Exactly. Well, so to anybody watching this, you have both of our permission. <laughs> like, go and run some experiments, you know? Yeah. It's really, it can be so, like, re-energizing to know that you have that choice, right? That autonomy over, yeah, how your day is supposed to look. Cool. So defragging your calendar. Any other last-minute tips? I mean, I, we've covered so much ground here. I'm really hopeful that people are going to be able yeah. to, like, get, get some energy back, put their oxygen mask on. Yeah, for sure. Take care of yourself so that you can support your team and, and whoever else needs you at home as well. Precisely. Yeah. Cool. Thank you so much, Laura. This was so helpful. I'm sure everyone will get a lot out of it. Truly a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Lead Time Chats. If you'd like to connect, share, and grow with other engineering leaders, join us at leadtime.range.co. Lead Time Community is a space for engineering leaders who aspire to create better working environments for their teams. Hope to see you there.